Welcome to Culture Osmosis, the show where we test how well we have absorbed general knowledge about the most well-known pop culture franchises in the world that one of us has never seen before. The Lord of the Rings is one of the oldest and most well-known fantasy stories in the world, but somehow Andrew has never taken the journey to Mount Doom, so it's our job to guide him out of the Shire. I'm Lauren, and I'll be leading our little fellowship. And I'm Will. You have my axe. And I'm Andrew. You've got my car keys. So keep your feet. There's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Welcome, everybody, to Cultural Osmosis. Today, we are going to be discussing The Two Towers. Uh, This is the show where we discuss uh, how well someone has absorbed general pop culture knowledge about one of the most well-known franchises in the world. And today, we are seeing how much Andrew knows about The Two Towers before he's seen it. Uh, Will is here with us again today to go through the movie. It's going to be a good time. Uh, So... Last we left off, Andrew has just watched The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, Andrew, remind us of what you remember happening last and where where our heroes are headed. Uh, So the heroes have split up. Um, Mm -hmm. Boromir has split up from the world and has gone to the heavenly realms, uh, as has um, Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said we said goodbye to our compatriots. Uh, I Only believe Pippin and Marion. Mary? Marion. Yep. Yep. Pippin, Pippin and Mary. Pippin I and Mary. As I said it. <laughs> uh, Pippin and Mary. Mary? Mary. <laughs> okay, gosh. I instantly <laughs> forgot what, like how, Mary what you Like Merry Christmas. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Pippin and Mary have been captured. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The rest of the crew, minus Sam and Frodo, are going to help them. So if, I, if I'm correct, that's Gimli, mm-hmm. Legolas, yes, and Andor. So close. <laughs> uh, Aragorn. Yes, yes. So the there three you go. of them perfect, are going perfect. to get Pippin yes. and Mary. Mm-hmm. Sam and, and Frodo are headed to Mount Doom. Yep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. All right. Perfect. Perfect summary. Um, so basically, what do you think happens next? Where Where's everyone going to go? What are they going to do? I think they find Pippin and Mary in the first fifteen minutes, and then that story is complete. We never hear from those five again. Okay. And then, <laughs> no, as soon I, as they meet up, we're done with yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> hey, they were here all along. All right. <laughs> and the credits roll on them. Um, yeah. No, I think I, I think based on the graphic, uh, just to throw <laughs> just to throw yeah. everyone this little graphic right there that mm-hmm. I've seen. I think we're gonna see a lot more of Smeagol. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Definitely a good guess. <laughs> and so I'm guessing this movie is gonna focus primarily on the the two of them journeying. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing they they encounter Smeagol, and, and it's primarily that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on record as saying 75 percent of this film is those three characters that are on the background of this graphic right now. All right, um, yeah, great guess. <clears throat> uh, I'm actually gonna here's what here's what I I think they get to Mount Doom in this movie. Oh, I think they get to Mount Doom, and 
He's got to like throw it in there, right? He's got to, he has to destroy yep, it. Yep. Th- Cast it into the fire. Destroy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making a prediction right now. Uh, I don't get that joke yet, but that's that's um, <laughs> from the movie we already watched. <laughs> I don't know quotes from that movie. I know, yet. I know, okay. I know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I did. So for those of you who didn't listen to our regular weekly show, after we did mm-hmm. this episode, Lauren did a Lord of the Rings <laughs> trivia that she thought everyone would know the I, answers to. I did not to. say it would be easy. But you did not say it would be impossible. I didn't know it would be as hard as I made it. It was. <laughs> That's for it, sure. And I only did as well as I did because I had just watched it. Um, had I not, I don't know how anybody would have, would have fared. Um, I guess I was like hoping that like you, at least you two and a couple more people had watched it like recently enough that it would be fresh and maybe it would have stuck, you know, um, (laughs) yes, I did better than will, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I think we're just finding out how bad I am at trivia period. I I think you seize up. You have knowledge. You're a smart guy. Yeah, like it's just it's, channel we haven't it into trivial yet. things. <laughs> and, it's so funny. I, I love when we do trivia on PCR. Yeah, uh, I never break single digits ever. <laughs> just like, I was points. with you. I was with you last night. So um, anyway, uh, so yes, yes. I'm going to go on record and say that um, he they get there at the end of this movie. They throw it in and it doesn't work. I think oh. some, something something happens and it doesn't work. And then the whole third movie. Return of the Revenge of the Jedi. Return. Of the I was going to ask if you knew the name of the next one. So it's Return of the Return of the Return of the King. Revenge yes, of the King. Yes. Return, Return of, the, of King. the King. Yes. I yes. know that. <laughs> um, Check. <laughs> so that movie, I think, is going to be spent figuring out. Well, the thing that we thought was supposed to happen didn't happen, and so we got to we got to come up with a new plan. Are That's they going to think turn off and turn back on Mount Doom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone goes back and unplugs it. They wait turn 30 seconds and then plug it back in. Um, it's a solid plan. And then, yeah, I, I honestly have no idea who did, who stole, who stole uh, Pippin and Mary? Where was it? The, the, the blood seekers, the death strokers. Uh, it was, it was uh, a bunch of orcs or Urukai, the like super orcs. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't the guys on the, in the, on the horses. no, I was I'm misremembering that then. Okay, so what guys on horse? Oh, you were thinking of the ring wraiths. The ring wraiths. Yes. Yes. I said they the were- death strokers. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I'm writing a D and D campaign, I need you to just try to tell me Lord of the Rings and all these names. Make the death strokers. Honestly, death that jokers would, is that even honestly- cooler than death strokers. Yeah. It's- can, can we do Mad Lib style? Like yes. you yes. have a list yes. of things you want to fill, fill out, and then you just ask me, and I'll just. You pitch yeah. it and I give you names for it. That'd be super fun. I That's a totally that. different show, but yes, we need to yes. do that. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so I think they, they I mean, there's going to be an encounter with them, obviously. I think they do get them back probably relatively easily. Um, okay. What is there like a, I don't know. I feel like there's like a orcs running packs of like 50, 30, something like that. Like like family units. That's my assumption. Yeah, like we, we saw the group uh, that like attacked them. I think like maybe like 50-ish is Yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like that's that's that insurmountable, especially if you have the upper hand. Like you've got trackers and you've got, you know, legs for days and uh, Gimli. <laughs> um, I think they're going to be fine. I, I think that will be a very small portion of this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I think the most the most fun way to do the next part is we've kind of got like three main categories of people, places, and things. Which one would you like to talk about first? Let's do places. 
Okay, cool. I think that might uh, lead us into a lot of things. So um, you mentioned Mount Doom is where uh, Frodo and Sam are heading, and that is in Mordor. Uh, what do yes. you think that place is like in general on their way there? Like, what what are they going to encounter there? Like, how how do they get there, etc. Um, well, it seemed like it wasn't too far off. Like in at the end of that movie, it seemed like it was just kind of like over these next few mountain ranges. Yeah, they're they're very close by. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna guess it's mountainous. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, cavernous, probably. Like we got that vibe from from Smeagol. Um, that he's kind of a cave dweller, at least it, it seemed that way in those, in, mm-hmm. in like the flashes that we saw of him, like those, those, those brief flashes we saw of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing they're going to have to either retreat to a cave because of weather or because they're being hunted by something or whatever. So I think they're, they're going to, ha- they're going to have to traverse through some caves. Um, I do- <laughs> I, obviously, the movie's going to have peril because this is another three-hour movie, I'm, assum- I'm assuming. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's going to be peril. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> peril will be because based on the – based on it seems like their trajectory is pretty straight. It's mountainous regions. Well, I mean, that was in theory what they were doing also in the first movie where they're like, we're just trying to get from point A to point B, but all this stuff happens in the meantime, you know? Okay, well, I don't know what that intrinsic knowledge is, so I'm going no, no, off I'm of just, what I I'm saw. Just, the- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving you you some like. You like, have some those hints. hard yeah. questions of do you go over the mountain or under the mountain? Yeah, yeah. And I, think, I think they go. I think they choose all of them. I think they choose the. I go above it. I go below it. I go around it. Well, um, yeah, they did one, go above it, below it, and now they're going around it. So, <laughs> the town that is around the mountain is called Rohan. Do you want to guess what that one's like? Uh, Rohan. Yeah, Rohan is a marketplace for. It's kind of like a black market, right? Like that's oh, okay, where you go. Yeah. That's where the. That's where the 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 shifty eyed um shady dealing people go to that's where you'd go to buy children um <laughs> and not real children this is the, like the Hobbit Diagon children. Alley or <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the, yeah this is the Diagon Alley yeah that's exactly right uh, no 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 not the Diagon Alley the uh, or, or um the bad one. I can't think yeah, of it for a second. Uh, um, the diagonal alley. The diagonal alley. <laughs> nocturne alley. Nocturne alley. Nocturne, yes. Um yes, this is yes. the nocturne alley of of uh of the Lord of the Rings universe. Uh so yeah, that's what I think it is. It's called Rohan. Yeah, Rohan. Rohan, yeah. Yeah. Uh because I imagine awesome. someone saying like this, like, you can't get that here, but you can get it over at Rohan. <laughs> like that sounds right. Yeah, I, I really, really liked that voice. <laughs> yeah, what about Isengard? Isengard. Okay, that's where you go to pick up your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> if there was actually Safety a, glasses ca- a glasses shop named Isengard, I would be there every day. I would have to get a job there. <laughs> if, there's not, if there's not a Lord of the Rings ophthalmologist out there named Isengard, they're, they're missing a whole market. <laughs> Yeah, this is um, sad. <laughs> Isengard. I, I, I honestly have no idea. Isengard is a... Do you think this is where a, like... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I, I think it's a capital. It sounds like a capital of mm. something. Isengard. Um, that's, this that's movie good, is called The Two Towers. I think mm-hmm. one of the towers is in Isengard. Ah, great guess. That's my assumption. I'm sitting here trying to figure out, and I, I messaged uh, Lauren earlier... 
all three movies are just one movie to me. And I just watched the first one. I haven't rewatched the second one, but I'm trying to remember how far the first one gets before what's the second like, one starts. <laughs> what's like, it like to live in such privilege, Will? <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm like, has, You're the he 1%. Seen, has he seen this yet? <laughs> if you want a little hint about Isengard, uh, Jedi is pointing out in chat that it, this, it was shown in Fellowship, but it really has a big part in Two Towers, so we saved oh, it for now. Yeah, I was going to say, is that is that where Sauron was? It's the one that you thought was Sauron, but it's Saruman. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, that's exactly what was, that's what okay, I was picturing. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was actually going to say that this was the other one. Like the ah. other tower was the one, but I guess the other one is probably where the eye of Sauron is. That is a great guess that I you can't are, tell yes. you till later. You okay. Such good guesses. Okay. <laughs> my, my, my favorite was the Rohan one so far. Would you? Oh Yeah. Would you guys be mad if after we finished all six of these episodes, I'm like, nah, guys, I've seen them. (laughs) (laughs) Just totally break down the entire premise of this show. (laughs) We'll just go. We'll do it all again. Um, We've got one last place you have to know for this movie. Most important. And that is Helm's Deep. Oh, I've heard of Helm's Deep. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Helm's Deep. That's when you're like, no, that's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> it is a place. Let's remember that. <laughs> it's a place. Right. That doesn't right, right, make right. his joke not accurate. It doesn't make I'm it. just trying uh, to help. Helm's deep. So a helm is a like a helmet, right? Like a head protection. Mm-hmm. Helm's deep sounds like it's, uh, I, I want to say it's probably a canyon in Part of this mountainous area, it's a it's mm-hmm. a canyon portion. It's part of the part of the depression area. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be I guess, deep bit. I guess it's, <laughs> it's dawning me on it's dawning on me that maybe you're asking me about these places because something happens at this place. I will give you a hint and say something does happen. At something this happens in this place. place. If you want to guess okay. what happens, this here, is the that place. Would be great. This is the place where. Oh, it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be one of two things. And yeah, I'm going yeah. to put all Tell my eggs both. in. both. Yeah. Okay, well. These are I guesses. Think it's going to either be where Smeagol and, um, and Frodo exchange in fisticuffs at like the epic, like, like uh, apex of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or this is where the orcs are holding... Mary and Pippin, and so this is where they have to go and retrieve them because those are the two main plot points of this movie. Mm-hmm. That's my that's what I'm standing by. Yes, it's the, this is yeah. Very so those are the two. Guesses. Those are the two. Those are Samwise guesses. Um, <laughs> yes, those are the two plot points, and I, so I think it's going to be one of those two things. And I'll put my eggs in the basket of. I'm going to put my eggs in the basket of S- the Smeagol showdown. Because that seems to be the the more important of the of the two yeah. story components of this. And since you didn't say Mount Doom, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe this is where they <laughs> encounter Smeagol for the first time. Yeah, I, I love this guest. This is great. So let's let's go to the next category. Would you prefer people or creatures? Creatures. Let's see creatures. Yeah, let's start with the Ents. Do you know what an Ent is? Uh, can I hear it in a sentence? The Ents talked real slow. Oh, it's Patrick. <laughs> um, that's oh, that's my new favorite guest of the night. <laughs> yes, this is the best. Uh, what's funny about that is Patrick doesn't talk slow. He thinks slow. 
um, he's not even here to defend himself. Uh, Ents. Maybe he's spying in chat. And we'll I find out are, right now. <laughs> these are fairies. Mm. Yeah, they're fairies. They're, are they, do you think that they're, so they're tiny? I think they're very tiny. Yeah, Ents. Yeah, like they're, they're so tiny, they barely get a sound. They get, they get a sound as their name. Oh, so that's cool. Ents are like a gnat. Yeah. Yeah, like a gnat, but with feelings. Yeah, like a pixie. Like I'm picturing a pixie. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, I feel like I'm wrong based on your, all of the descriptors you're throwing out. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fine. Ents, I'm sticking with it. Ents are, Ents are fairies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one we're going to give you is wargs. Wargs? Mm-hmm. This is and the opposite different of than an- Game of Thrones ones. <laughs> I don't even know what the Game of Thrones ones is. Um, Never mind. Great, another trivia <laughs> would have failed at. Um, <laughs> this is the opposite. This is this is a big like almost troll like character. Mm. Um, I got the troll wrong in the last guessing. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a troll in one of these movies, and so. What is this called again? A warbug? Warmong? Just just a warg. W-A-R-G. Yeah, warg. These are like, they like, they're swamp trolls. Ooh, they come yeah. out of the, like the mucky, like almost, they look almost like swamp thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can picture this. Yep. I, I picture something coming from a bog. Yeah. Just because warg sounds like that. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. It sounds nice and swampy. <laughs> yeah. Much like this chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, this is this one's a little bit longer of a name. What about Oliphants? Oliphants? Lauren, how do you pronounce that word? Exactly the same way you do. All right, I had some friends that pronounced it weirder. This is what <laughs> the orcs uh, ride I on. I, oh yeah, okay. these are the banthas. These are the banthas of the Lord of the Rings universe. They easy done. <laughs> Next, awesome. Those are I great like guess. It. All right, we're on. We're on to the hardest category now. We're on to people. Oh, those are all the creatures. Yeah, that's I guess not too this movie is mostly mostly just uh, those three characters walking. <laughs> <So. laughs> well, we've got a, a good chunk of new characters that we're about to throw at you. So, oh, like, great! Uh, less new places, uh, not nearly as many people as the first time, but we've got a good chunk. <laughs> when you said less new places, I thought that was the character's name. <laughs> <laughs> Start describing less exactly. new places. Exactly. <laughs> like, you said we've got less more new characters. places as a member less of the Death Jokers I'm Club. Like, less new places. Gosh, I don't know. All right, <laughs> All right we're going to start off with a good one. Uh, King Theoden. King Theoden. Mm-hmm. Am I describing who he is or what he looks like, or both? Both. Um, he's the king of the orcs. That thing. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, say that's sure. a thing. I mean, um, and he's. He's war torn. Uh, he's got battle damage, but he still carries himself with a a, a regal sense of majesty. Mm-hmm. He's also seven and a half foot tall. I love it. <laughs> which is standard for orc sizes, by the way. Yeah, they're much taller than people. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I mean, the king should be no. right. <laughs> the king, yeah, at least the king should be. In their culture, like the strongest leads, right? So it has to be the biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he rides I in mean, on I his I feel like Urukai Oliphant. probably are like seven feet high. Like he's <laughs> Timothy <evil>. Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> right, I do actually go. think that every time I see his name written down. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, let's go for another one. How about Eowyn? That's another... What is Legolas? He's an elf. 
Yes, he is an elf. This is another elf. This is another elf. Do you think that they're re- she's related to Legolas? I think they get together. Ooh. I think this is this is the beginning of we won't see much of it in this one. But the third one, the return to the king. I think we all know what the king is. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to do with Helm's Deep? <laughs> it's very Helm's Deepian in nature. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh how about Aomer? Uh that's when you do those sounds like this into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Aimer, I don't, I don't know. Where are these characters coming from? It's just these five walking through the. Well, we did mountains. give you some places um, if you want to guess where they came from. I know, but like all these places exist between where we are and where Mount Doom is. There's only there's, four there's even more peaks. places in the next one too. Good lord. Okay, and I forgot one. <laughs> um, was it a- Aimer? Aimer? Yeah, Aimer. Aimer. Mm-hmm. Do we know all of the species? Have we seen all the species or are there new species? We've seen them all. Okay. This is another troll then. Not troll. Uh, uh, this is another dwarf. Okay, good. I think that it's Aemer travels with the one that I just said. <laughs> was like Eowyn. Eowyn. They travel together. They're like travel companions and they stumble across them in a tavern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where they find them in a tavern on their way to... Wherever it is that they have to get the orcs, uh, band of brothers, and get Pippin and Mary. Mary. That's my assumption. That's perfect. Off taco from from that character. Off tacos? I, <laughs> off, off tacos. I was like researching like the size of Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think the movies do a very good job explaining like how far they're truly walking. And like the Shire alone was like a multi-day journey just to get out of the Shire. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so these movies have like theoretically weeks, if not months of walking between even like mountain peaks. So mm-hmm. lots of time, mm. lots of lots of like meditative walking and then finding troll kings. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen that joke from Clerks too, where they're like, and then he keeps walking into the yes. next one. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yeah, I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I've a not lot of seen walking. Clerks too. Oh, uh, well, we'll send you the clip. <laughs> <That's sad. laughs> Another character? Yes. Grimma Wormtongue. Uh, she's an apothecary, right? Like mm. she's like the, uh, okay, some some say she's an apothecary, but others know that deep down she's actually a witch. Ooh, yeah. And she gives, um, she gives herbal advice <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to those who know to ask. Uh, and she's going to help. She's going to be pivotal in in um, the the trio finding Pippin and Mary. This is they'll find her at the, someone at the tavern will point in her direction and they see her before. Yeah, yeah. What kind of like witch powers do you think Grimma has? Uh, she's a seer and a healer. Obviously. Next question. really good one great guesses what do you who do you think uh tree beard is what are they about tree beard oh so will when we did when we did dungeons and designers together yes the very first time i that i engaged you with dungeons and dragons years ago we encountered these these characters called that i called treeple 
Treeple. Right? I lovingly yes. called them yes. treeple. They were tall, like nine to ten or nine to twelve foot tall tree. Oh yes, I, I actually remember this. Yes. And I called them treeple. <laughs> and and my character put on a disguise and we rolled really high oh. and we were able to stack together and make make ourselves yes. look like yes. treeple. Yes. That's so good. Yes. This is what that is. This is that. It's a it's a they're tree people. What did you call them? Oh, tree beard. Yes. Tree beard. Tree beard is a treeple. But he's like wise. He's got a beard. He has to have a beard. If he's not a tree with a beard, then then why then why the hell are we even here? Um, if he's not a tree, a an anthropomorphized tree with a long beard that is saged with wisdom and helps. Uh, who does he help? The, he helps Sam and um, and Frodo cross some sort of uncrossable area, like. Oh no, what are we gonna do? And then he goes, Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. Get into my hand. <laughs> and then he, his tree hand. Clip it, clip it, clip it. Yeah, like so many things <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have the stream going. I don't have the thread because I don't want yeah, anything spoiled. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I keep forgetting that it's not just the three of us. <laughs> we're gonna need that for next week <laughs> so that's who tree beard is he's yes. uh, an anthropomorphized tree with a long beard that that is a really really perfect guess <laughs> okay, i also like the take that like if it's not a tree with a beard that's not creative it's just like a dick move in any other situation like being that front door with something you would say is not creative but in this yeah. situation it's like come on no, like, I, I agree with you it was 100%. right right there come on <laughs> it's a hot take but i love it <laughs> small spoiler i don't think you'll be disappointed <laughs> okay great yeah i like it awesome we got one more for you it's actually my favorite character, and I dressed up as them when I went to see the movies. This is Faramir. That's uh, that's one of their horses, but it's not their best horse. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> not the best horse is what I'm Please, writing in my someone, notes. Come on, that is, a, that is a great joke. That was a fantastic joke. I also like that it refers to Lauren as a furry. I know. <laughs> I would not put any... I, I would bet Lauren to be a furry before I would bet her to be... <laughs> Most anything else. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I've been to her apartment. I see all the crazy stuff that's there. Uh, and it's all Trevor's. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that cat tower is far too large for a normal cat. <laughs> you either have a tiger in here or you're climbing up on this. I can neither uh, confirm nor deny. <laughs> fair mare. Oh, fair mare. Shout fair mirror. Faramir. <laughs> Faramir. Yeah. Now I feel like that's the the other elf. Can there be three elves? We're going to say there's three elves. This there's is a lot elf. more elves in Middle Earth than just like one or two. Like it's Fer- Faramir. Yeah. <laughs> Faramir is uh, an elf. And uh, maybe he doesn't, maybe he has feelings for, what was the other one I said? Eowyn. <laughs> Eowyn. And... Eowyn has feelings for Legolas and her and Legolas get together. And then what's this guy? Faramir? Yeah. This guy is, uh, this becomes like this love triangle thing. Mm-hmm. Can Beautiful Aragorn, thing. 
Oh, shoot. I feel like I know that Aragorn, that there's a love interest for Aragorn in one of these movies. Yes. Now I'm like thinking well, we, back we on- We saw her in the last one. <laughs> oh, we did? Did I guess that? <laughs> no, they they like kissed in the last movie. Cool. I didn't, I didn't, I left, I I didn't list I her as like one of the I'm characters s- to make you guess because we had too many and she's not a very like like impactful character. So I was like, all right, we'll just skip. She impacted me when I watched well. the movie for the first time. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, this is Liv Tyler. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Arwen has the same effect that Aragorn has on <laughs> all girls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So my my recollection was correct. <laughs> she does have more to do in the the following film, so maybe you will remember. Her ah, more. <laughs> spoiler alert! Thank you for the yeah. heads up. <laughs> well, it's something you already know. Yeah, that's pretty much the end. Unless you want to throw out any. Um, you know, big predictions. Um, if there's any quotes that you know that you want to attempt. Yes. Uh, there's the one There's the one where Treebeard famously <laughs> says, Jump into the palm of my hand and I will help you across this crevasse. Famously. You're you've, and you're, then, you're saying you've never seen this. And yeah, then I Samwise, can't even believe that you've never seen this. And then Samwise is like, all right, I'll do it. And then, and then Frodo's like, why do you sound like that? <laughs> I'm not even sure you saw Fellowship and at this Sam, point. <laughs> and, Sam, and Sam is like, I'm just trying out a new thing. What do you think? And I'm like, this is weird. And then they're like, who are you? <laughs> I would love to see a fan edit of Frodo takes Jason Statham to Mordegor instead of Sam. <laughs> Or like a 2000 sitcom where Sam's like, well, we're not in the Shire. I'm going to have like a new like personality. Yeah, I'm just going to have this personality. I'm just workshopping a few things. Like, why not? Yes. Yes. It's kind of one of those like, you know, when you're in when you're in Vegas, you're in, you're in a new time zone, like stuff doesn't matter. It's like that, right? Like you can yeah. just try out a whole new persona. Yeah, like yeah. It. I'm picturing his, his, like his when vacation life his uh, vacation persona. Like when he's in the Shire, he is. Uh, Toby Maguire for the first two Spider-Men. And when he's out of the Shire, he is uh, Toby Maguire in the third Spider-Man. Walking dance. down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looks, that's different what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone just got Helms Deep up in here. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm good. I think yeah, I'm, you- you're going to be very pleased with my guesses when I watch this film. I do too. I think you're going to love it. Uh, so that brings us to the end of our Two Towers chat. We're going to um, reconvene again in two weeks after we've watched the extended edition, which is available on HBO Max. is the day we get to discuss what he learned after watching it and see how well he did in our pre-movie quiz. <laughs> you actually did pretty well this time. I think I think that this is going to this I'd mentioned this before. This is going to get really hard because like the Fellowship of the Ring is kind of the base line and you there's yeah. a lot more that you know there. Like, and I had seen pieces of it at least. If if not the whole thing, mm-hmm. I had seen pieces of it for sure. Yeah, and after this point it gets to, like a lot more specific, a lot more um like just stuff that isn't like sh- like as widely captured. Like Gandalf is like very um, like iconic like looking character that you knew probably what he looked like before we started talking about this. But Theoden is not, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> correct. That is correct. So uh, let's just start off with overall. What did you think of the movie? 
I really wanted to like it. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've watched it now two times. The first mm-hmm. time I watched it literally over the course of an entire day. Uh, it yeah. took me, I think, it took me just shy of 13 hours to get through the whole movie. I made the mistake of thinking that I could just dedicate four hours to it. And I couldn't. Like, I, I needed to, I was getting antsy. It didn't capture me as much as the first one did. Like, for whatever reason, it didn't capture me as much. Um yeah. I think it's and so I tried watching it go back and forth so much, you know. Yeah, I tried watching it again to give it a one pass through, and I even texted you guys and said, "All right, I'm going to sit down and watch it in one playthrough." Mm-hmm. And I got halfway through it, and I'm like, "I can't." <laughs> like, I've got, <laughs> I've just, I've got other things I need to do, and so I tried finishing it up for the second time tonight, and I've got seven minutes left. So like, the battle has kind of just um, wound down uh, in in the second pass through. Out of the mm-hmm. three movies, this is definitely the hardest one for me to watch. Like, I think it is the slowest i don't like the first one is so much a character building and so much Mm -hmm. like establishing and i'm like i love all the characters and this one just feels i don't know i've got questions i've got questions about like decisions about why why they did the things that they did and what certain things mean like the first one seemed like it was pretty straightforward let's just jump in what are your questions are we seeing the future of aragorn like is that like do we know that that that's like that's going to happen and so because that's going to happen like because they keep showing that they showed his his funeral and they showed like all the elves at his funeral and all these things and i'm like okay is this a is this a ghost of christmas future like you you can change about like when elrond is trying to convince arwen to stay and you're saying names i don't know but yes when 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 when, when, uh, yes Yes. when when, um the king of rivendell is trying to convince aragorn's girlfriend not to yes like or not to stay with him basically yeah and then it even calls back to it later in the i think they're just like like, visualizing exactly what he's saying where it's like even if you yeah i don't like stay with him you will just like live on because you're immortal and he'll die that's yeah i don't i don't like that that's confusing like why that is something that that wasn't in the theatrical version to be fair so like I guess they agreed in the end that that was confusing. So <laughs> it, it is, yeah. For for us laymen's who haven't read mm-hmm. the book, it's like, okay, wait, is this this is is this prophecy? Is this a flashback? It's not a flashback because there's like there's all these things that I'm like, okay, this this confuses me. I don't need it. I don't really think it's anything other than like literally visualizing what he's saying will like could happen in like he's like best case scenario. You know, he becomes king. You're his wife. Everything's awesome, and then he still dies. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> right, but. I- I've seen the two towers unextended more than I have seen the extended. And mm-hmm. I would say the Fellowship of the Rings extended version, all those scenes added so much to the film and felt like such a part of the story. Two towers felt every time there was a scene, it felt jarring. <laughs> like and, it and, just didn't and, fit yeah. in. The I graphics do, I do think terrible. It's a little less. Yeah. Cause they weren't like as um, finished, I guess like why bother if they weren't really going to be in the theater? Sure. Well, no, but, I, and I totally they spent, they spent money and time on building these these scenes out. And yeah, that's exactly... Not only did they not t- add to the story, in my opinion, they took away from it. Because mm-hmm. one, like, mm-hmm. I, I can envision what it looks like for someone to... Like, the words he's saying, but showing it makes it seem like it's happening, which is what is confusing. So anyway, that's I had fair. questions about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I had... Oh, gosh, there was one other question. Shoot. Oh, do they just like like it feels like uh, J. Double R. Tolkien um, was <laughs> like he wrote the first book 
And then he's like, oh, this was successful. I need to write a second book. Shit. I need to bring Gandalf <laughs> back. And like Gandalf is back in like the first two seconds. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was going to ask, what did you feel about Gandalf coming back? Uh, I was honestly, I was, I was, I was annoyed. <laughs> like him coming back was annoying to me because of how he came back and, and that he came back, right? Like it, to me, it, what it does is it removes the stakes, right? Like it removes mm-hmm. the, the sense of, of risk. If a character can die and then immediately in the next movie be back again. Um, I don't know. I like, think, to, I think one of the me, important things, the something that we talked about, um, specifically with rings of power a bunch of just like how vastly different all the races are mm-hmm. and when you have the wizards if you come into it thinking that they're humans you need something like this that shows that wizards aren't bound by death necessarily uh wizards aren't human at all right they're yeah. they're completely like angelic species there's also mm-hmm. this idea kind of like that wizards are a tool where like Gandalf has a purpose and a mission because it's it's like in his DNA. I do feel mm-hmm. like there yeah. is a I do feel like there is now he's on a mission, right? Where before maybe he was slightly more aimless. Mm-hmm. He's on a mission now and like I do get the sense and maybe it's maybe I'm wrong here, but I do get the sense where it's kind of like Dumbledore where once that mission has been fulfilled he will kind of move on like the ghosts that linger because they have unfinished business like that's kind of what it feels like with this but then he continues to have very human characteristics actually the longer the movie goes on the more human he seems he mm-hmm. seems less angelic less uh less uh, he still feels very purpose-driven but less angelic less above it all and very much like in the thick of it and it was just it again it's just confusing like i'm not a hundred percent sure like okay, can he can he not die? Like what's the then then what risk is there in him stepping forward um, in front of the king? What what risk is there yeah. in going out and leading the charge? Like seems like there isn't one if he just can't die. Like that's and I don't know because it doesn't explain it in the movie. Yeah, I don't have is, a book to back me up until like yeah, to have and that this is still kind of like vague things that aren't like a hundred percent answered. But like Will's interpretation is kind of like mine as well. Like the closest thing that like we have in mythology to like what wizards are in Middle Earth is angels, and they're kind of like sent by some higher power to like do something on Earth, and like they can be hurt, they can be killed, and like. Gandalf did die and was like unavailable for a certain amount of time. So like if he was killed, I think like. Or like you know, like shot by an arrow or something. Like he's going down for a while. He doesn't just pop right back up and everything's great. And it's was like he also, unavailable think- for a while though? Because it doesn't it doesn't communicate that in the movie. In the movie, he he dies. He dies and then immediately comes back. Like the well, the, okay, the yeah, white in light. The he comes it's back. More clear that like they're traveling for a while, trying to like find the other guys. Like they left Moria several no, months I get before that. they get to the point. They where stumble across. Yeah. They stumble across him at later at some point. But from what I saw. His actual dying and coming back was immediate, and then he just was wandering the woods, doing you know, God knows yeah. what. I think it's kind of a timey, whiny, weird thing that doesn't really have an answer exactly. Well, how long I think the other gone. context clue you need to know about Tolkien is how religious he was, and that he's so much of these books references the Bible. So if you look at Gandalf almost as the Christ figure, dying, coming back three days, coming back to the disciples much later you could probably understand exactly what Tolkien's trying to do. <laughs> like he's not, yeah, uh, it's not sure, as yeah, obvious I, as Aslan or anything, but like, <laughs> well, and there's letters there. back and forth between mm-hmm. Lewis and Tolkien being like, 
You're a little too blunt, right? Yeah. So the, ori- so the original it. pass of this book was, is is Gandalf safe? And they say, no, he's not safe, but he's good. And then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I already used that one. That's You don't he's, get that one. He's not Gandalf the good, he's Gandalf the white. Yeah. yeah. Um, it did, on the second pass, I mm-hmm. did understand, was it on the second pass? I, I understood why from the gray to the white. Yeah. Like it's definitely the, like a wizard ranking system. Oh, maybe one of you said it. You said it in the text mm-hmm. thread. That's what you said. Oh, yeah, like you, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, talking about Yeah, that's right. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I was trying to think like, how did they communicate that without it being like fourth wall breaking? And they didn't. Like, I only know that because you said it. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. Well, there I is guess there's a just certain scene, things I take for granted. <laughs> there was a scene, and I hope it was Two Towers, uh, where he goes up against Saruman and Saruman's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he like, do you robes and shows the white. That was this movie, right? No. He doesn't encounter Saruman at all in this movie, so cool. No. Was it the, maybe I'm thinking about the last in one, the, then. Well, in, okay, in Fellowship- I get this movie when, so confused. <laughs> in, in Fellowship, when Gandalf and Saruman meet, like, he basically goes to him, like, this is my boss, he's gonna know what's up. And they say, like, he's Saruman the White. It's not explicit that, yes, like, yes. that's, a that's like, their ranking in the movies or whatever, but, like, that's, well, that's and they kept, how it works. They kept addressing, in the beginning of this film, they kept addressing mm-hmm. the, the white wizard or whatever, yeah. and- um everyone assumed that that was Saruman. Mm-hmm. And so after you said that it was a ranking system, I'm like, yeah, that I get that. That that makes sense. But they did. he didn't encounter Saruman at all in this movie. Yeah, and it's also been a secret did up he- until like the end of this movie that like Saruman was evil and like that nobody really knew he was making all of these moves everywhere else to like attack He does encounter Saruman in this movie through the king, right? Saruman was uh, speaking through the king. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, like, yes. Saruman and that's when is, he like, goes. That's when he starts, like, yes. calling out Gandalf for being gray. And that's when he, like, takes off and it's all white. And you're like, oh, oh yes, dope. yes, yes, Same. yes. So I had two scenes mashed together. I thought together. you were also <laughs> saying yeah. Saruman was the one doing this. But yeah, yeah. Gandalf is like, I'm not the gray. Yeah. Yeah. And that is Saruman speaking through the king, right? That's what we're supposed yeah. to It's not Sauron. Yeah. Well, like, basically, like, Wormtongue is, like, every time he talks to people, like, slowly poisons their mind to, like, mm-hmm. be more more taken over by Saruman. And so, like, at the time that Gandalf shows up, like, Theoden is fully in that spell. Right. And, and you, you know that it's Saruman because when he does that, like, uh, when he, he's blinded by the light, Saruman mm-hmm. in... Mm-hmm. In his castle, uh, gets blown back. Yes, yes. Like yeah. it shows you, it shows him getting, being blown back in in that situation. So, um, yeah. So generally, so anyway, that's getting in the weeds quite a bit. But I didn't yeah, like no, it as fun. much as I as I was hoping to. Um, I jumped I will say for this joy. Middle ish, you know, like it's, it's yeah. It's, it was it's a very was a middle bit chapter. But it I was love a bit all the of a Helm's slog. Deep stuff. <laughs> it was a bit of a slog, and I didn't love Helm's Deep. Like, no, it was. Did, it was, you, did you not? Helm. Did you not lose your mind when the elves show up? Yes. Even, like, oh my, my gosh. Hundredth yes. watch. When that happened, I was like, Woo. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care at all. Here's the thing. Like, I, oh. I haven't. Without reading the books, you do not understand the investment that that is. Like, I, I don't have any. I don't have any personal investment in that. I don't to the point I where I don't even know the, that like, that's. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't yeah. know to expect. I, I didn't know to expect other species to come help. Like, you know what I mean? Like they haven't done enough to build that 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 the world building. They talk about the main characters and they build their world, but they don't do enough of the big world building for me to be like, oh shoot, here come the elves. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I mean, do that. I can see that, but like I was, I felt like even the first time, you, like I get very attached to like all the people in Rohan, and you like you weren't rooting for them in the Helm's Deep situation, like. <laughs> 
Because I think all those characters are excellent. <laughs> kind I'm of, also, but again, uh, like, I don't know. I'm yeah. totally oh, willing to like speeches. dive into single lines of dialogue. So oh, like there's that line with <laughs> when the elves come in and he's just like, it's it's time for humans and men to work together or whatever that, that bond, like that promise of helping each I other hit my mind. Time for elves and men to draw swords once right, again. Right, so like <laughs> that sentence is enough for me to understand like, oh, this is like monumental for them that there has been pain in the back that they're trying to like get past. Mm-hmm. I guess, but like, like I didn't latch onto that. I latched onto to a couple of other like lines, but that wasn't that wasn't one. Um, what, what are some that you remember? Uh, when he says, "Are you his bodyguard?" and he says, "I'm his gardener." <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, when Treebeard says, um, when he says, "I don't understand what you're saying, but you're small." So that oh, may yes, be true. You are very <laughs> like, small. <laughs> but you're very small. Um, actually, the exact line, I actually made notes of it. The exact line uh, was. And before we get important. too far off Treebeard while we're on the subject, your impersonation of him was brilliant on, yeah, on your guess. Right? Like, you freaking nailed it. Like, we could, we mean, Will barely kept it together, but like, you really well, were so good. There was also, <laughs> if I remember right, there's a conversation, it was like, it better be a tree with beard. Like, I don't yeah. want them to do something weird. It better just be exactly what they're saying it is. And it is. It's like, it is that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And, uh, uh, yeah, not for nothing. I almost like, I can't find the stupid, the stupid quote, but, um, it, I almost like, it was almost verbatim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, one of the things I, I wrote this down as you said, it was like, jump into the palm of my hand and I will help you across the crevasse. Like my tree beard isn't very good and it will take me too long. But <laughs> is that what I said? Did I say that's what yeah, you said? You said like those words exactly. So it was like you, you had the whole, the whole role nailed. Just not, guess that ants yeah. were fairies though. <laughs> not, not for nothing. It was, it was, it was pretty good. So, um, yeah, like, so that, those were a couple of the quotes that, that I latched onto. I also latched onto the fact that, that, <laughs> that Legolas was kind of a bummer. Right, like, <laughs> like you've got this whole army of people standing there, and he's just like, "They're gonna die, bro!" <laughs> like, and he's saying oh, man, it in I Elvish, and then I shall die as one of them. He's saying <laughs> so it in good. Elvish as if yeah. to like protect them, but everyone knows what's going on because then Aragorn <laughs> goes, "Then I'll die too," and it's like, okay, yeah, right, thanks for. It's like when you're whispering and someone answers out loud. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> um, and then almost immediately, like has has remorse and comes back just a few minutes later. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I doubted you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just ridiculous. nerves, you know, pre battle jitters. <laughs> uh, then the other line of, um, when it's panning across when they're standing at Helm deep confronting this army of 10,000, uh, orcs. <laughs> and then you just see the very top of Gimli's helmet. And he says, you couldn't have picked a better spot. <laughs> like, like that whole, that whole exchange. And he says, do you want me to lift you up? And he just looks at it. <laughs> like that's, that's funny. Um, the, the, the comedy Gimli in this one has felt some of the best, like he, Gimli has the best day ever at Helm's Deep. Like, he's and then just he tells him so to toss fun. him and Aragorn's like, come again. <laughs> I think Gimli I love said, you called that out the first time. And then it like that you liked that. He said that like, don't toss me. And then that comes back. I was like, yes, it's, it's <laughs> Gimli really good. shines in this film specifically. Like he really brings any time where I'm like, I need a little bit of humor. Gimli's there to like, just give a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. if I think about most of the, like, and then the other line that stuck out to me is in a movie full of dialogue. Another line that stood out to me is, um, how they're counting their kills. And then he has one more. 
Then yeah. him, and then he, and then Legolas shoots him, and he's <laughs> he says <laughs> he says that one's mine. Uh, he says I shot him with my. He said he was still twitching. He said that's because I have my axe in his nervous system, and he moves his axe <laughs> and his legs do this. Like that's that's good. Like that's really really good, and that was enough to help me like get through the the slog that felt like the rest of the movie. It felt very I love slow. When- Gimli is just standing at the top of the like castle and just like 17, 18, 19. I think it's also interesting because we had the hobbits in the first film who are like the uh, humor and relief. But mm-hmm. now the hobbits are in a situation where like there is no light. Like everything the hobbits are going through is just dark. So then Gimli yeah. has to like come in and be like, all right, I'll pick up the humor for you guys. Like I'll bring that back in. There's some other jokes. See- like Mary and Pippin get some fun moments, like where they're like growing and like that was weird too. Taller. Okay. That was that was really freaking confusing. That's, like, that's a extended. It, that's an extended scene that it was cut. It doesn't play and, and into it's, the it's movie at all. It's just for book people because it in doesn't the books, play in the books that stupid. treat like when they drink that and food like they they grow taller because ants are weird and fun. No, I agree 100% with Andrew. There's like five scenes where I was just like, oh, it was good that they cut this out. No, yeah. I, I agree. I, I do agree with this. Like the ones though that are like, that shine through are like cut, like keeping the like Boromir flashback, well, the, I think was one that's like completely worth it. So like, the it's twitching not, I still legs. think this one's better. Yeah, that's one That's as well, extended so. and like good humor, fun, yes. little cut in. But yeah, like, a lot of extended editions like that growing was so long. I was just like, what are we and doing it was, here? And, yeah, and, it's and they don't even address it. They don't even address it or explain it. It's just this thing that happens and like, you're just supposed to accept it. And there's all this money poured into the, like the, the special effects happening in that scene that are like, like what, what and if to hear that they're just extended, just lost. Like <laughs> they weren't even I think in it'd the be, thing. It'd be interesting to see what you think if you watch the unextended of two towers, like, I wonder if you could actually sit through and just watch it all because it is a Maybe. little bit flows just better. Maybe because it, it did it did feel broken up. Now knowing that the uh, the Boromir um, is part of the extended that that actually did help me. That's one have, of the number uh, one reasons I say I would want like say to watch that one. Well, it helped me have a more rounded view of Boromir because he felt a little bit one dimensional and kind of just like an asshole in the first one. Like I didn't have any, you said like you, you cry every time he dies. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. why? He's just like a jerk. Like that's, that was how it (laughs) felt to me not having any context for him. This helped me have not only context for him, but also his brother. And just like that, that whole rivalry that the dad is just kind of pitting one against the other. And like, just that whole idea, like I can not, I can't relate to that in the, like in the truest sense, but like, but it feels very realistic or like, it's very realistic. Like I get that. Like I can, I can get on board with that. It's, it's very approachable, um, as a storytelling, um, you know, trope. And so, uh, that was nice, but, uh, even that went a little long. Like I kind of got the point and they, they kind of pressing in on it a little bit more. So you're also in an interesting spot where those extended editions were made for Lauren and I, who went and saw it in the theaters more than once and like knew the movies more. Yeah. And then they come on DVD and it's like, here's the extended, like here's extra stuff that you didn't see in theaters, but we have the context of like the whole film already. You're coming in a little different where you're experiencing that all at once which might just be a, a lot of information. Uh, things feel a little bit too long because of how you're experiencing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah that's, that's kind of how I felt about it in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's my in general. Can we talk about the things I got? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go through some of your comments. Terribly wrong. 
Yeah. What am I, I think one of the, the like kind of biggest like overarching ones was like your prediction of like uh like most of the movie would be about Frodo and Sam going to Mount Doom and then they actually get there already. It doesn't work. And then uh, the third movie would be like a new plan of how to destroy it. Like that was a pretty interesting theory to me because it's like I can't nice know I was completely from. right about that. Yeah, <laughs> I get where you were coming from on that. And like, that would have been like, I actually think that's like a pretty interesting idea. But like, I, it's that storyline makes different. me want like a buddy cop film with Frodo and Sam. <laughs> yeah, and I Gollum. was actually, yeah. <laughs> I was actually surprised how little they were in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was obviously there was, they, they were, they front loaded their, their stuff kind of on the, the, the first part of the when film. When you read and- the, the book of this, the way that it's written, the first entire half of the book is just Frodo and Sam. And then the second half is a hard cut and it's the other guys. Yeah. And it's uh, jumping back and forth then between Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli and Merry and Pippin. And so it's still very divided in this, this chunk as well. It's, I'm even, because of how long the movie is, I'm having to like think back now to what was in the first half that I watched because I took a break and then finished it. So I'm like, wait a minute, was that the end of the other movie? Or was that the beginning of this one? Like, oh shoot, yeah, that was the yeah. beginning of this one. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I stand by that, that uh, idea because they definitely made it seem like Mount Doom was very close at the mm-hmm. end of the first film. And it seems like it's one of those situations where every time they go over a mountain ridge, um, it never gets the, Mount Doom like, gets yeah. further away. Like, that's what uh-huh. it seems like. It's like this forced perspective where they're like, you know, pulling back as they zoom in so that you don't have any idea like how far I away think we talked about is. that a little bit with Fellowship too. Like the idea of that when they left the Shire, that could have taken over a week just to get out of the Shire alone because it's sure. like a whole country. So yeah, Mordor could be months of walking just to get there. Yeah. And how do you capture that in a movie? And even especially three hours when long? you have to like then sneak around the long way to like avoid the main entrance, you know, and like through the marshes and, and all the things stuff. are trying to like, kill yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I, I had serious flashbacks to the wizard of Oz when they're getting a, Oh, we, Oh, Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. Serious mm-hmm. flashbacks to that. And oh, then, like when all the guys are coming out of the gate. When all the guys are going into the gate. Or, yeah. Into. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They're, they're going, they're passing through the gate and yeah. you got those two that kind of come off to, to look for him. And then he's yeah, got they, that they invisibility cloak, essentially that, mm-hmm. uh, um, plus six yeah, stealth. <laughs> there, were, there were definitely moments where it harkened back to other things for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then like kind of along those lines, you also like thought that it would only take like 15 minutes to get Mary and Pippin back. And it's like kind of funny because like they do not end up they're not even at back all throughout yet. this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not back at all. Yeah. I, I, I had no idea. And then when Aragorn died, it felt like Indiana Jones felt like in uh, Raiders yeah, of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that's a complete fabrication that part's not in the books <laughs> like that whole this thing is the, there's a couple parts in this that are like fully movie only and uh that's one of them <laughs> well i actually like that <laughs> so, oh it, is, it doesn't like bother it. me it's just like just just uh as we are talking about this that is what i think of as uh as like your book expert person like that and then the um osgilia scene at the end is like uh that's something the that what? happens but this when they're in Osgiliath, the kind of like uh, like outskirt city of Gondor, where like they take Frodo and Sam, and there's the, the where. Ring ring. Oh my god! <laughs> like okay, I don't the know the names the, of these okay. places. They don't they don't I, mention. I, I, them. I know. Sorry, sorry. Um, like <laughs> at the end of the movie, where Frodo and Sam are, that city. With Faramir takes them to a city. What's a Faramir? Okay, then the I can't. Faramir's brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. 
Boromir's brother takes them to a city at the end of the movie. That's Osgiliath. That scene is that fight is something that happens, but we like you don't see it happen in the books. Like it's not where Frodo and Sam are. They never went there. Okay, what's the fight that you're talking about? The the like battle where like the ring race take that city and then the rest of the guys have to like retreat. And he yells at him and and Sam yells at him to put the ring on so that he can escape just this once, Mm -hmm. like to leave him. That whole thing. Yeah. That never happened in the books. <laughs> okay. All right. But that's but the scene we're talking cool about. Okay. Are the oh, no, it's cool. In that scene. Yeah. <laughs> he comes up on that dragon. Yeah. Like that dragon looking thing that's in our the background of this graphic. Yes. Um it's Yeah, so that was cool. pretty cool. Was I'm glad cool. that they like in hindsight, like I think that builds those creatures up like so much more, like and makes them like so much scarier for the next movie. So like I, I think that that scene does a lot. But it was one of those things when I saw it at first, I was like, "What is this?" Like <laughs> I had problems with most of this. Is just gonna be talking about all the problems I had with it. Mo, uh, it's okay. I had problems with um, Saruman and. Uh, worm tongue just kind of chilling on the balcony while all this stuff is happening, and they, like they just kind of <laughs> just look like they didn't look enraged. They didn't uh, worm worm mouth worm, worm tongue, tongue looked yeah. a little nervous, but like Saruman was just kind of like, nope. Oh. <laughs> Like, I think because Saruman knows he has gotten himself into a hole he cannot get out of. Like, the Ents are tough, and they just, like, wrecked his shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't get that from his expression. Like, the acting in that felt just very piss poor to me. Like, I because I, I couldn't read what was happening in his mind. Like, it, like what was he yeah. supposed to be? Well, he's there not no, quite there done no, yet. There was no dialogue. Yeah. And so the only way that I can know what's going on is to be able to read his facial expressions, and he had none. Like, he was void of any sort of expressive nature in that scene. And I'm just like, like, this doesn't even bother you. Like, it gave, it gave off this impression that it doesn't even bother him. This doesn't even affect him. But his whole, like, army thing is going down. And his production, or like, mm-hmm. his, uh, his manufacturing facility is now completely, like, squelched because it, yeah. it was you know, all Bloody. fire and yeah. then completely put out with this flood of water. And it's like, okay, he doesn't care about this at all. Like there's no expression in his face. And That's then interesting about that and then they you. just end Pippin and Mary end with just getting a whole mess of weed, right? Like that's how this, that's how their <laughs> story ends in this movie. Also extended. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting is that what you're saying about this in Gandalf is that you feel like there's no stakes involved, right? His yeah. reaction is like, there's no stakes. And I wonder yes. if the third film will help at all. Like, I wonder if you're just in limbo right now. Maybe. Okay. But again, like, there's like a couple too many of- angles and too many things to know what to care about maybe, or I'm not sure. Yeah, but I, I can see like, Saruman doesn't look like he cared that much. He's just he up didn't there. Care. Yeah. It didn't look like I'm he cared at all. I'm just going to say, though, like, in this, like, we have more to do with Saruman. Like, he's not done yet. So, like, oh, he's not I'm giving saying. up wonder, completely in this moment either. I, I wonder if we're just in limbo right now where it's just, mm-hmm. like, we thought that but, you're, you're seeing this as an end where it's really just a middle. I'm not I do agree that he maybe could have emoted a little more because, like, in the books, like, at Saruman all. is pissed that this happens. Yeah. yeah. At, <laughs> not, not even more, like, at all. Go back and mm-hmm. watch it again, and he's just like, hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah. okay. Uh, I think Christopher he, Lee just has a naturally grumpy face, so it doesn't look extreme, but I don't know. <laughs> I, but his face didn't even look grumpy. His face look, looked, I don't That's, know. It, yeah. it, was, it was just a weird, it was very off-putting. It pulled me out because I'm like, what is, like, what's, hmm. what's happening? It almost looked like it's so he interesting had a, because I think there was almost like, a smug look about his, about his face that, like, I thought that in that scene, something like it was one of those like oh they think they have the upper hand but look at this and but then nothing happened so i'm like (laughs) all right so all your stuff is wrecked 
Okay. <laughs> and that's, that's where we left it. <laughs> that's where we are with that. So, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. And then it's at funny the end, because they say I the think thing. that's one of the like coolest scenes in the movie, like where the, like the Ensco I, just ham on that, on Isengard. Oh, like, yeah. The lead up to that scene. Yeah. Yes. Like that battle, that that thing was cool. Like when the they set fire to the tree and the tree like whipped the guy away, and then he just like dipped his head in the mm-hmm. like the flood. Like yes, cool. Yes. Like that's very cool and fun. I get like chills when Treebeard is like, and now it will be the last march of the ants. Like it's so cool. Like <laughs> yeah, I did not get chills in any of this movie. Oh, this, just me. <laughs> that, I didn't that cry. Scene, I yeah, that I wasn't scene for emotionally. Me is the most like impactful is like when he steps out of the forest and he realizes that like it is his war which yeah. is like oh, this yes. weird so selfishness too. yeah like super that grown these trees since nut and acorn like he's so but see, sad I, I didn't like, care <laughs> i didn't care about that but what i cared about was how our boy mary like outsmarted him yeah right because like i saw that immediately when he's like no instead we'll go south and he mm-hmm. knew once once treebeard saw the the stakes that were in it for the ints right that mm-hmm. he would be you know he would be forced to help mm-hmm. on his own accord and so for me in that scene i i didn't care it, it's for me i wasn't like invested in the cg tree i was like <laughs> i was in it for for mary and like cheering him on like yeah that was a smart move my dude like that's that's where mm-hmm. my head went with that scene and it was cool like it was it was really cool to see what happened and then he said that he sent the other trees Somewhere else to do something else. They're basically hunting down all the remaining orcs and just like being guards of this area is kind of. What and I, I found it interesting like, that like they talk they, about there's having, a little more that they'll, you'll see in the next movie. So I, I find it weird that they said that there's that, that it takes ints forever to communicate something, right? Like that's what Treebeard says, and then in one. Oh! Like and then he tells the him, he said, where, <laughs> he said, "Where are they going?" And he says, "Oh, they're going to tackle the orcs. We're going to go over here and do this." And I'm like, "Hang on, hang on. You, can, you can communicate all of that in one growl, but it takes you an entire night to decide that these two people aren't orcs." <laughs> like, hang on, this that's one of my up. favorite lines. It feels yes, yes. so lazy. Orcs. <laughs> and I love that he falls asleep when he's like mid sentence. He's like, mm-hmm. "We have decided." Yeah. <laughs> no, like go on. Like there's there's lots of little moments that are fine, but like as a whole, the movie felt like there were a lot of holes for me that just yeah. they don't. I can't explain by just watching the movie, and that's frustrating because yeah. that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to read the books to be a compendium to this. I'm mm-hmm. definitely not going to read the books mid movie to try to understand what's happening. No, yeah, so, yeah, it's understandable. Um, yeah. I think the other thing that we should definitely touch on in like our overall is kind of like Rohan and all of the guys there because like we've we've talked to kind of like tr- uh, tertially, but like Rohan is a huge part of this movie. Like most of it takes place there. We get to meet Theoden, Eowyn, Eomer, who are all big characters going forward. Um, like Theoden is like one of my favorites. He's just such an awesome dude and has like the best quotes. He's not super awesome <laughs> you, at the I beginning like- though. Yeah, but he was like under a, a spell. Like no, he no, no. comes out of it and then is like amazing. No, I disagree fully. He is not amazing initially. He's kind of a dick. And he's scared and he runs he runs away and all these things and he hides like he doesn't face the issue until after the issue has like he he I, literally I mean, like, has to I be like confronted with complete defeat before he'll like do the right thing. 
yeah, I, like I, he becomes I, awesome when him and Aragorn finally get on horseback in that mine. In You're the like, last oh. 17 minutes of the movie. Mm, I, <laughs> yeah, I, think he's, I agree. I mean, I, I like Thaden a lot. I think he's like a really interesting character because like I feel like he feels like shameful that he was like, he missed his son's death. Like he maybe even was part of it because he didn't like send more yeah. help for him. Like he is like stuck in this world where he like missed like a huge like several years of his life and he's like yeah, trying and you'd to think do the that right would thing. Mean, you would think that would mean that he would come out with a a sense of urgency, but instead the sense that he comes out with like, seemingly is a sense of retreat. Like and that's where I feel like that's, I, that's think, I don't I, have I a ton of respect is, for that until the well, end of the movie. Well, I think this is also flips. like something that's like maybe an overall thing that's like maybe missing for you is that like everyone in Middle Earth is like very divided. Like all these countries, all these peoples, like races, they're very divided. So like agreeing to help someone else is like really fucking weird for these people. Like they are not used to that. Yeah, that's totally missing. <laughs> they, they yeah. Uh, other than the the clear. Um, like the whole point of this story is like learning to overcome that that urge to like not help other people. Like it's a big part of it. Oh yeah, I didn't get that. At it was just why like I've the elves the first, coming to Helm's Deep is so meaningful. Like I've yeah. seen the first two films and have not realized that that's a major theme. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, does that mean that they did a not so great job communicating it through the movies? Maybe because I've been paying attention. It's not like I'm just like no, putting no, it yeah, on in yeah. the background. So like I don't know, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm pretty observant to stuff like that. Um, I, the the one thing I for sure understood was that I think this is just like the, the elves back. did not like er, the, specifically the elf Papa uh, <laughs> Papa Smurf yeah. did not like her being with Aragorn. That's the one thing that was clear, and I don't know if that's racially charged or what. Like, but I you could tell that because they bring they have repeated that multiple times uh, throughout the story so far. Um, yeah, you have but that. You have like the dwarves also, like their pride of being like, we'll help take care of the ring at that conversation. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is built in that Council of Elrond scene where like no one can agree to help each other. Like when, like, I don't remember who says it. Like, at Legolas is like, I'll do it. And the, the and Ghibli's instant, like, never see the ring in the hands of an elf. Like, they're just like shitty about other races. Yeah, but that doesn't communicate an overall. And like, elves talk down on men and say how unreliable they are. Like, but you don't pay, what I'm telling you is I hear what you're saying. What I'm telling you is though there are intricacies to this that you know because you've mm-hmm. read the books and you've you've got more knowledge of different smaller things that have happened that help tell like the narrator yeah, yeah. Well, telling I'm just you trying these to, things like, fill in these blanks yeah where like you if you're just watching the movie you don't pick up on some of these major these major arcs just by hearing their normal dialogue because I get in arguments with people where I, I tell, like all the time, Patrick will say something. I'm like, don't trust anything in the hands of Patrick. Um, that doesn't mean that we have, that we're, you know, that we're at odds as as a, a race, right? Like it just means like right now we're disagreeing. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't pick up on those those major themes through the movie. So I, that's my biggest yeah. issue with this movie is it feels a little bit more ambiguous where the first movie was a lot more on rails. This one felt a little bit more hodgepodge and, pieced together in a way that um, was slightly inconsistent for me. I mean, maybe it's just because they're literally like everyone is divided and it jumps around to the different groups instead of like literally sticking with one group as they travel through. Yeah, maybe. When did this movie come out? Are we at two decades yet? Like, was it early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, I think it's because the 20 year anniversary was not too long ago. Because this is the first rewatch where I was like, I'd be interested to see like how a new director like uh, 
Villeneuve, like if he did Lord of the Rings, I was like, I'd be like interested to see how a new director would tackle issues if like he this. He did right? it, I would be okay with it, but I wouldn't really want to see because another one. everything I think this you're is one saying, of the best adaptations ever. Well, for sure, but it's mm-hmm. 20 years old now, and like uh, Dune has all of these issues and more. Yeah, and now we're trying to watch like these new Dune. I just would be interested, like. I wonder how Lord of the Rings is obviously going to get remade, right? Like, obviously, eventually. I well, wonder I think what Rings it's of Power like. is what we have right now instead of a. But it's going to be all generated by AI. So, yeah, sadly. <laughs> it's going to be all the input that we have from Peter Jackson anyway. So, it's just going to be the same movie. <laughs> just slightly, just slightly crispier. That's all it's going to be. So. I'm going to yeah. go on uh, chat AI and be like, uh, what would it be like if Dennis Villeneuve wrote Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> what did Dennis Villeneuve do? Like do Arrival? The new Blade Runner, yeah. Arrival. Oh, okay. All right. So he's known for do, like redoing these big epic stories. It'd just be interesting to see like how Yeah, I think like, he would be the person I would choose to read, like if, there was, if we have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, other than that, I think, like, talking about some cool, like, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff would be fun before we close this out. We've gone on quite yeah. a bit. But this is a fun movie to discuss. And I, 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 you know, like, honestly, like, I do think it's really interesting that you had this reaction, like, that it's not as compelling. Um, I'm just trying to, like, explain, like, what I think, you know. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's interesting, too. Uh, one of the- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a cry for help. Hopefully that's interesting, No, I just too. felt like, I, I hope I'm not, like bogging you down with too much or like sounding like the, I'm trying to like tell you what like too much or something like no it, it, it's just it, it's clear just like, that you you adore this film you adore this franchise that comes through you want me to love it as much as you do and you think that by by giving me slightly more of like the connective tissue that I'm that I might get there I don't think I'm gonna get quite where you are but yeah I, I mean say, I appreciate your like you are the expert in this situation right so it makes more sense for you to have all these in, intricate pieces of knowledge I think yeah. two towers worked out exactly how we planned Andrew's like totally new to this. You know everything, Lauren, about it. And I'm in the middle where I'm yeah. like, I love mm-hmm. this, but I can also understand everything Andrew's saying and totally yeah. get it. Like it makes total sense. Yeah. And I, mm. I agree more than I would like, would ever admit, right? Like I still love it. I still uh, have my dignity. I don't want people to know I, I But I when agree people are like, so like, which saying. one's your least favorite? Two Towers is easily always the first one. I'm like, oh yeah, Two Towers, least favorite. I can't even pick. I don't know. I would go back and forth, but Fellowship is my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so far, it's my favorite. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's get to some behind the scenes stuff that's just kind of fun and interesting. Uh, Helm's Deep is kind of one of those like true miracles of filmmaking that they pulled off that uh, feet because it was four months of filming. They had thousands of extras that are all in heavy armor and or prosthetics. It, it was filmed at night. It is raining. They just couldn't have made it any harder for themselves. It is and, one of the first films that used a uh, digitally all, uh, created army, though. They actually invented that technology for that scene. It's called yeah. Massive, and it was for the like orc army when you see the like swarms of them like out in the distance and stuff. But everything you see like close up was like filmed on a real set with real people doing the stunts and doing the acting and in rubber costumes for all those orcs <laughs> and everything. And like the pictures from behind the scenes are like absolutely nuts. And because it was such an ordeal, like if you were one of the people who was in this, if you were a cameraman, if you were an actor, if you were a stunt person, extra, they all have t-shirts that say, I survived Helm's Deep. And apparently for like years in New Zealand afterwards, people would like be like, oh, I was there too. If they saw other people wearing this shirt, because so many that's people cool. in New Zealand were involved with this. Like, <laughs> that's cool. I, li- I like that, that sense of community in 
this this broader thing in a place that most people like New Zealand isn't the most populated place in the world. And so the idea that this movie brought everybody together in that sense is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's also, a lot of really fun, like, New Zealand facts. Like, almost every horse that lives in New Zealand was in the, like, Rohan battles by the end of this and stuff. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> I think that because of these movies, like, at least my friend group and other people I've talked to since, we only became, like, interested in New Zealand and wanted to visit because of these movies. Uh, and, like, the eagle's still in the airport, so, like, Lord of the Rings will have a permanent spot on that little... Island the nation. eagle is oh, still in the airport. Been? What does that so mean? So they have one of the eagles from Lord of the Rings in the airport. So like oh, when okay. you get there, there's like a giant eagle hanging from the I ceiling. Mean, they now okay. have like a, a like when I, I've actually been to New Zealand and visited some of the set areas and stuff. And like Edoras is just a cliff. That's what it is. It looks exactly like it does in the movie. No buildings. But like Hobbiton, they had to tear down and put away mm-hmm. afterwards. But now they have like a full theme park where you can like go and like hang out in Hobbiton and like go into Hobbit houses. And, really? Like, it's a full village. Yeah. I want to go. I so want to do that. Yeah. I want to go so bad. of one trip? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I would, I would love to do that. That's kind of what they were trying to do with, um, oh my gosh, what's that theme park that's in Utah? Uh, it's like, a re- oh gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to blank on it. And I, I absolutely know I've, I've watched eight hours worth of videos on, on this theme park that is like, what's the theme or. It's a, like, like a fairy tale theme, oh, cool. and there's but like it a closed a long time ago, right? No, it's open. Like oh, it, then I got I got to go out here. This it is great. fledgling. <laughs> it is it has terrible reviews. Like the, it is just fraught with over promising and under delivering. Like all these things, and one of the things that they have is like this Hobbit, like this Hobbit area, this Shire yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you can't go in the house. I don't think, or maybe you can go into one of the houses or something like that. And but you can't buy food there. Like. I would love to be able to go into like an immersive experience like this and be able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't believe I can't remember the name of that. That, uh, that You'll think of it right as now. soon as we stop talking, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like now you can actually go visit like Hobbiton and, and hang out there and stuff, which I would love to do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I think uh, like another big like kind of moment for like movie history in this was like Andy Serkis playing like an entirely motion captured character. Like it was one of the first times it had ever been done. And especially like with the actor on set doing it as much as he was and all that kind of thing. Like and obviously Andy Serkis has a huge career after this. And he's like directed some of the Hobbit movies because Peter Jackson and him became such close friends. Like he like I mean, Andy Serkis was like made from being Gollum and it's like crazy because like now when I watch it, I'm like ah oh, these special effects are uh, not as good as I remember <laughs> I don't I, I felt like he was fine like I felt like he was fine there's just some part like it's fine it looks good don't get me wrong but it's like I remember it being like a little like a little better but I think it was like at the time it was the best thing that had ever been made it was like practically real and so like it's just funny now because we have advanced so far so far in CG stuff that it's just like uh, I, I can see the the edges here you know <laughs> sure yeah 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 I I'm I'm uh I I was I think I knew that I knew this was Andy Circus, but I I think I knew this was his first thing and that they did they develop this technology for this movie or did they just fine tune it for this movie? I think fine tune it. Um, okay. cause I'm, I'm pretty sure it existed. It just had never been used to such an elaborate extent where like an entire character who's like a huge part of the movie was played by some, like with an entirely motion captured performance. Okay. Evermore, Evermore park. Oh, That's the name of the go. park. You should look it up. Look up Evermore Park. Very cool. Yeah, I'm going to write it down. And it'll make you really excited to want to go to it and then watch a few videos about why you shouldn't. 
But that's kind of <laughs> what I want. I want to either be the most amazing place on earth or like embarrassingly bad. I don't want anything in between. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like not a tree with a beard, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they were actually like in the concept art, they had a tree with like a beard, like this big like fairy type tree and then it just never came to fruition. Like you can even walk through the part in the park where it was supposed to be, but there's just like construction materials. Like it's legitimately like yeah. very, very bad. <clears throat> um, I can see it. I, I mean, like it'd probably be fun to go, but it's like what you make of it, I guess. <laughs> but I'll have to look yeah. this up for sure. It's not New Zealand. Yeah, no. it's not New Zealand. Um, I've got two more quick little facts to hit you with. Uh, so, like, a kind of, like, fun facts, and Will didn't actually know this until we, we were talking before, but uh, Treebeard's actually voiced by the same actor who plays Gimli, John Reese davies which is, like, a really cool thing. Oh, um, that's cool. It actually came about because uh, he was very allergic to his prosthetic makeup that he wears in the part, and so he could only act every other day, and so they had him try out for it, and um, they obviously distort his voice quite a bit, and he was speaking through a wooden megaphone to like get the voice to sound even weirder. Cool, uh, but it that's is, cool. It is good old Gimli up in that tree. <laughs> the tallest of the fellowship. Toss yep. me! <laughs> And then, uh, last but not least, uh, probably the most well-known piece of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And Patrick almost brought this up during our like trivia that we did on our PCR, but I made him stop because I was like, "This is enough, like just enough of like context that we'd have to explain that this would be a slight spoiler." But like when Aragorn kicks that helmet after finding out that Merry and Pippin might be dead, and he screams and he like breaks falls his down. Toe. Two toes that he broke yeah. in that scene. I, yeah. I knew that. I knew that mm-hmm. somehow. When that scene happened and he goes, Rah! I was like, I think this is the scene where he he like actually hurt himself. There's and that so scream many, was real and like all these things, right? Like so mm-hmm. amazing many me- like amazing memes of people like watching two towers and oh, one yeah. guy just See, breaking down, like getting ready to say. Like, I feel like I had toes. to tell you, just in case <laughs> you, you didn't to. know. You yeah. <laughs> And then just to add two more fun Aragorn facts that maybe you don't know, uh, Viggo Mortensen adopted his horse that was like the one that kind of rescued him afterwards. And like ate him. <laughs> Turned him to glue. <laughs> no, like he, he has a ranch, I guess. And so he just like likes horses. And so uh, he raised that horse after the movie, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, especially because like that's kind of a thing later. Uh, anyway, and then um, he also like during the movie would like camp out in his costume to like get into character and stuff. Like he'd just be Aragorn basically. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. He probably smelled like trash. He's yeah, the Shia probably. LaBeouf of the... Of Helm's Deep. (laughs) (laughs) His hair is so stringy all the time. Like this whole movie, his hair was just stringy and gross and greasy looking. He still looks great. But like Legolas, Legolas doesn't break a sweat. I think that's just like an elf thing, though. Like they're always composed and beautiful. They like never like like make you never see him sweat. Like literally, except for the one who's always like Mr. Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he looks mean that's Elrond yeah. Elrond Hubbard that's right him yes um. <laughs> well you call him that every time <laughs> uh, that's right alright I think we are about ready to wrap it up do you have anything else that you would like to throw out about this movie any last thoughts I gave this movie a 5 out of 10. That's going to be my rating, my Yikes, official rating for this that's movie. That's a really bad grade. That's an F. That's really Shit. low. Sorry. You give that's it an just F? how I feel. The, the if you first gave it a letter movie, grade, you're literally giving it an F? No. If I gave it a letter, a letter grade, I'd give it a D. But I don't view it on the same scale. Wow. Those are they're different scales. Um, 
Hmm. It, yeah, it captured me about 50%. Like, I literally watched 50% of the movie and was like, I have to pause. <laughs> so Where would you put the 50, first one? A, a 5 out of 10 is exactly how I feel about it. Where would the, you first put the first movie, one? I was going to say, the first movie would probably be a 7.5 or an 8. Okay. Yeah, like that's, you know what? that's worse. If I if I bumped, so the first one's a 10 out of 10 for me. If I bumped uh, <laughs> that 5 to a 7 or 8, I think I'd be on the same. So I'm just uh, 2 or 3 ahead of you. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, I think you're, I think you're underestimating hmm. how much your in, intrinsic book knowledge is helping you like this movie. I, th- I think you legitimately are blinded and that's fine because you can't undo that. But I think you're blinded a little bit by some of the, f- the flaws of this movie because you specifically to you, Lauren, because think- you already have this knowledge already. So uh, just, just try as best you can to remove the knowledge that you have going into the movie and see if you can watch the movie through those eyes and see if it changes a little bit. Um, there's the books, but there's also, I just this past summer watched game of Thrones for the first time. And I'm very eh about the whole thing. And I think it's because I did not watch it with other people. Like it was not a moment for me. Sure. It was just another show. I haven't watched this movie. I haven't watched any of these movies with anybody other than when I like was live texting with you guys, which was right. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this is not a moment for you. It's just another movie. It is. I was and hoping it would to... be more of a moment. The first one was a bit more of a moment. A bit more okay. of like, mm-hmm. a, okay, like this is, I think I even said in the first episode, like I see what, yeah. I see what people see in this. If I were basing it solely on this one, I don't, I wouldn't have felt that same way, but sure. I have high hopes that it bookends well. Um, are you going to ask my, my predictions for this upcoming movie? Yes, that was my next question. I think they destroy <laughs> the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I think we see. There? I think we see Sauron again. I think he comes back because um, that's what all bad guys freaking do. Uh, Sauron comes back, and we find out that Saruman this whole time is just the puppet of Sauron, and we we already kind of know that. But like, uh, just like Voldemort coming back, like all these things. Like, I, I think we're gonna see him again. Um, even if it's in some like trippy fast, like flash forward or future, what like, I think we're going to see Sauron again. Cause why waste all of that it, awesome body armor on just one quick scene at the beginning of the, before even the title sequence of the first movie, I think we're mm-hmm. going to see him again. That's just my, that's my opinion. Okay. And, uh, inevitably someone else is going to die and come back. <laughs> So we had Gandalf and then we had Aragorn. I, I mean, so, no, Boromir died and died. Like, yeah, he died and died, but we Ar- have, they it's only a two thought to one. Aragorn died. I mean, if you fall, you have a good chance of living in Lord of the Rings. It's the same in Star Wars, actually. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot. I thought you were talking about like the future projection Aragorn. I was like, that's like a future possibility. But yeah, he does go off the edge of that. Yeah, he goes off the edge, and everyone <laughs> totally and they, off the they play as if he's dead. Like, I was hoping it was going to be more like uh, Indiana Jones, where when he goes off the edge and everyone thinks he's dead, and then he walks up behind them and then standing there, he's like, oh. uh, he does you know, that like, like in, a week later. <laughs> um, but they didn't do that, so uh, yeah, I think someone else will die and then come back. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly, we're going to see a showdown of Smeagol. Uh, well, Gollum. I think mm-hmm. Smeagol is effectively done. I think we had this moment of redemption for a little bit in this movie, but I think I don't think he's coming back from this last bit of what he feels is betrayal. And so I think Gollum is fully in control. And maybe when 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 Frodo flicks the ring off of his finger into the into the pit or into the the lava of Mordor or Mount Doom, we see Gollum in slow motion jump after it, and that, that's how they both end up dying. Uh, the ring and, and Gollum. That's maybe what, what happens. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's what I think is going to happen. And then Helm's Deep, uh, they rebuild it. Who cares? <laughs> what just happened? I I hit my desk out of out of like apathy, and I knocked my my statue oh, off of the. I was going to guess. Thing, was that a Mickey? Did I just see a Mickey? It was a Mickey. Yeah, so Mickey funny. just came. Mickey just came crashing down. So yeah, and I think it's clear to me. Aragorn is going to be reunited with with Liv Tyler. That's going to happen, and that. The blonde girl is going to be devastated again. Like that's just a roller coaster. <laughs> I feel more for her than I did for Treebeard and all of his seedling. Like I feel more for her. Like she's just getting the runaround. <laughs> it is a roller coaster yeah. for her. So Eowyn is one of my <laughs> favorite characters. She's uh, her name. Awesome. Yeah, Lauren. Before we go further, so last time we talked, you said one of your favorite all-time favorite characters was mm. in this one. Yes. Who was it? Faramir. <laughs> and, and why? So, like, part of this comes from, like, book Faramir versus movie Faramir because his character is, I think, a little bit different. But I think it's just a really interesting, both Boromir and Faramir together are, like, my, I think, some of the most interesting characters in the book because, like, like you said, like, it's very easy to dismiss Boromir, especially when you read the, or sorry, just watch the movie and haven't read the book. It's like, he was just a jerk. Why do you care that he dies? But it's like... Gandalf has this line early in the movie where it's like, even if I took the ring with a desire to do good, through me it wields evil. And it's like, the ring is always evil no matter what. Mm. And like, foundationally, it is bad. And so like, even though Boromir only wants to do good with the ring, it corrupts him. Like he, the only way that he understands things is fighting. He's someone who's like, literally grown up on the front lines fighting Mordor, like, defending his family, defending his city. And so, like, when he is given something that has this much potential, he only sees it as a weapon and as something that can help them. And that's how, that's, like, the only way that he can think of it, you know? And so, like, he wants it to to help people. He does not want it to become, like, he doesn't think of himself as, like, being evil. But, like, when he does this, he realizes how huge of a betrayal is it is and then immediately goes to, like, save Merry and Pippin no matter what happens, you know? Like, so I think that that's, like, such an interesting thing. And then right after that, like, you have Frodo and Sam and, like, they, they run into someone that is, like, Boromir's brother. Like, oh, you're like, oh, shit, they're screwed. They are so screwed. Right. And it turns out that, like, Faramir is the exact opposite of Boromir. Like, he's someone who's, like, very wise. He, like, hung, hang, like this is not ever in the movie, so I'm just going to fill this in. Like, he, like, hung out with Gandalf. Like, he has learned from him. He, like, studies lore. And, like, his dad, like, doesn't trust him because of stuff like this. Like, he's like, you're too smart. You're too, you think you're too clever. You hang out with all these other people and you don't listen to me. And so, like, the idea that, like, he like just totally discards it and like knows that it is bad. And like in the books, there's a whole thing where it's like, I would not take yeah. it if it were a token on the side of the road. This all makes a lot of sense that he's your favorite character for no reason about the movies. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, just, I here's know, what I was going to say. Zero but then I, but here's, here's how this, <laughs> but I'm not, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Wait, 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 hang on. Here's how this sounds to me. This is like, I absolutely love, uh, the book, uh, the doctor. No, no, no. I, I love, um, Mr. Fantastic. And I love John Krasinski, and I love the idea of having John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic in uh, Spider-Man, except the actual execution of him as that character in that movie. But I still love him. Like, I was still excited about the prospect of that, but now it's like... Is he one of my favorite characters? Yeah, but it's complicated. <laughs> yes, and, and that's that's kind of that's a really good analogy where it's like I don't love the adaptation of him, but he's still one of my favorite characters. And then like I, I fell like more in love with it because like that's like me and my friend dressed up as Boromir, Boromir and Faramir together. So like that's another like just another layer of like 
personally why I like it. That is right. obviously apart from the movie a little bit. It, that goes in. That, that all of that reinforces that these movies were more than just the movies. They were a moment. They were a book. It was a cultural thing that we were all experiencing at once, which you just can't recreate. Same yeah. with Game of Thrones, right? You just can't recreate that anymore. They're trying. Game, games of Throne. Because there's only one throne, right? <laughs> and it's multiple games. <laughs> I, just think, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's important it's to be misleading, stated. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's important. All um, right, so next next movie is Return of the King, right? Correct, correct. I was going to ask Can I make a guess name. at who I think the king is? Oh, no, we'll do that in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the next one. Because I think one. I know. I think I know what we're talking about I think about you here. probably have a good guess at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you got a few Give candidates, me. I suppose. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, we do have another contest for the Two Towers art book. We're just going to keep it up with our video submissions. Uh, we haven't gotten very many, but we just released the audio version for the uh, first episode, so we're going to keep this open until we are done with the full series. So send it in. Do any quote you like from these movies, and we'll vote from it at the end. It's going to be fun. And if no, we don't get enough submissions, I'm going to make up some really hard trivia. <laughs> no, if we don't get enough submissions, you're just going to give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we do my- have... We have at least one submission that should be getting yes. it if no one else submits. Oh, yeah. That's well, true. Well, to get the other books or something, you know, like. We'll, yeah. So what, what I think needs we'll to happen is you need to out. do a you need to do a quote from the movie that you're wanting to get the book from. Oh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That so is someone, could win. someone could win all three. Theoretically. Yeah, you, if you strategize correctly and do the best. <laughs> three We've seen quotes. a very good one so far. So let's let's see. Uh, let's see what everyone can come up with. So you've got a few more weeks to kind of get your entry put in. Um, and uh, it's we're basing this off of the the audio releases, not on the video release. So that's that's important mm-hmm. to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. But, We've got um, a little extra time, and maybe yeah. we'll do like a bonus, like follow up to kind of close all of this up and give yeah. all those away and all that good stuff. Yeah, we'll give them away live on air, but the competi- the, the contest will last through the the audio version. Through, yeah. yeah, through the duration of. Uh, our cultural osmosis adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you guys. This was great. Uh, Andrew and Will, we are set to return in two weeks for Return of the King. We are set to return in two weeks. So we will see you all then. We're now a few steps down the road on our adventure, so subscribe so you don't miss out on the next film. If you'd like to follow along as we make these episodes live, you can join us on Twitch or YouTube at the M of One podcast, and you can catch the rest of our podcast adventures on the M of One network. Thank you for listening to Culture Osmosis. I'm Lauren Namarie. I'm Will. See you next time. And I'm Andrew. Peace out.